0: It is the 9th of May, 1978. For the past 55 days, all of Italy has held its breath. The two existing television channels, the radio and the newspapers, seem to be able to speak of nothing else. Indeed, for the last 55 days, the president of the main Italian party at the time, the Christian Democrats, Aldo Moro has been a captive of the far-left terrorist organization known as the Brigate Rosse, the Red Brigades. The previous 55 days have been a series of communications from the terrorists, a raging debate whether to negotiate with them or not, and most recently, since the Red Brigades saw the action as a trial against the state Aldo Moro has been officially condemned to death. Everything had started on the 16th of March, and you could say that it started with a flower seller. Indeed, flower seller Antonio Spiriticchio started that day like any other. He went to get his van, which he would then drive over to the corner of Via Fani and Via Stresa, park and sell his flowers from his van. The morning of the 16th of March 1978 started with a nasty surprise. His tyres had been slashed. It had happened a couple of days before. One of his tyres had been slashed. He had managed to fix it and be on time on his corner for work. This time round, however, all four tyres had been slashed. There was no hope of Antonio getting to work on time that day. It was almost as if somebody had purposely not wanted him to be on that corner on that day. And indeed, that was the case. That was the corner which had been chosen by the Red Brigades to kidnap Aldo Moro. As the President's motorcade pulled into the road, a girl standing on the corner with a bunch of flowers gave a signal and left on a scooter. That was the signal for the lead car to pull in ahead of the motorcade. And as they reached the corner of Via Fani and Via Streza, the car stopped. A group of four men on the corner, dressed as Alitalia pilots, then took the machine guns out of the bags they were holding, and all hell broke loose. In a matter of seconds, all five members of Aldo Moro's escort had been killed. Aldo himself had been bundled into a car and sped off. He was then taken to his place of captivity, a hidden room inside an apartment which had been made especially for him. Thus started the 55 days of the agonizing wait. They would end on the ninth of May, when the lifeless body of Aldo would be found in a red Renault 4, in Via Caetani, halfway between the headquarters of the Christian Democrat Party and the Communist Party, the message being that the blame lay squarely on the shoulders of the two parties. It was the end of the life of the statesman Aldo Moro, but it was not the end of the affair. The obstructions of justice which had started the very day of the kidnapping continued for years, The potential people involved included members of the secret neo-fascist Propaganda Due, P. Due Masonic Lodge, the Mafia, secret services and other parts of the state. The echoes of the Aldo Moro affair resound through Italian history to this very day. Before we start, a word from our sponsor. This special episode is brought to you by Bruche. Bruche is an electric toothbrush that will change the way you think about brushing your teeth. With powerful sonic technology and ultra gentle brushes, the Bruche redefines what it means to have super clean teeth. It's like that feeling when you just leave the dentist a fresh, Whole mouth clean every single day, and without having to fork out all that money for the dentist. Our listeners get fifteen percent off their total purchase with code POD15. Follow the link in the show notes and enter the code POD15. That's P O D one five to get your exclusive discount and upgrade your oral care routine then you too can say, I'm going to brush my teeth. That's brush, spelled B-R-U with the funny dots, the umlaut U-S-H. Today, to talk about the Morrow Affair, I have invited my friend Lorenzo Palwan, a graduate of political science, ex-local councillor, and a scholar of the whole Moro affair and Italian politics in general. Lorenzo, thank you very much for coming on today.
1: Very honored to be here. And it's, it's, it's a real pleasure to take part in your podcast.
0: Okay, so first of all, Lorenzo, uh, on a personal level, the Moro affair for Italians is, is one of those historical events like 9 uh, 11. And like the Kennedy assassination, obviously with, with a totally different impact, but it's one of those things, uh, one of those situations in which Italians who were alive at the time remember exactly where they were, what they were doing, and what happened. Can you tell us something about your memories about when everything started? So the 16th of March,
1: 1978. Yes, I was, I was a student at elementary school, third grade, that's correct, during... Classroom, and I remember that uh, at maybe 11, 11 uh, the bidello, the janitor,
0: yes, exactly,
1: uh, came into class and uh, whispered something in the ear of my teacher. And, uh, and I saw my teacher very worried about it. We understand that something big uh, was happening, but nobody knows. Then uh, maybe at 1 p.m. back home, and uh, at that time there was uh, only two channels on uh, <laughs> public TV, yes. and uh, we start to
0: know about the uh, Viafani attack. Attack. Yeah. attack. So the, the story of Aldo Moro is in great part a story of the BR, the, BR, the Red Brigades, uh, Lorenzo, tell us something about this organization, please. The, the Red
1: Brigades were the, 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 the prominent terroristic organization in the 70s and the early 80s in Italy. They were uh, maybe a real uh, menace mm-hmm. yeah. for, uh, for the state, but we can try to identify um, at least three period in in the history of Red Brigade. Uh, At the beginning, early 70s, uh, there was some, in a a certain sense, of the discontent of uh, part uh, of Communist Party. There were some militants of the juvenile organization Mm -hmm. of Communist Party, part from uh, a lot of different movement uh, born from 68 uh,
0: contestation. Yes, and, yes, the uh, protests uh, and the, protests the movement and, uh, of
1: 1968. And there was a, a a lot of organization uh, Marxist-Leninist that were quite disappointed about the um, role of Communist Party in Italy as. Uh, Uh, institutional way to reach uh, some achievement for uh, working class and democracy in a situation that was objective, uh, oppressive for a lot of uh, of workers,
0: of factory workers workers, uh, in the university
1: and there was a a, a state uh, very oppressive and uh, most of them uh, feared that Italy was going on a sort of Chile way, mm-hmm. uh, as the end of the Allende mm-hmm. government. Yeah. In that years so part of this movement uh, started thinking that uh, uh, the, the Republic uh, constitution was being betrayed. They think that they have, they was the, the heir of the partisan uh, mm-hmm. war of resistance during the Second World War. They starting to Shoot! <laughs> yeah, <they laughs> with, with, something, to... with something, with something gun. Maybe, maybe the, the Franceschini, one one of the founders of BR, says that said that um, the, the first gun was a gun of uh, a partisan.
0: Yeah, gun. the resistance, and yes, and that's yeah, one of the they, things. They were uh,
1: some. Uh, some gun and some weapon still hidden, hidden, uh, hidden during hidden the war. And, exactly yes, yeah. after the war.
0: So many many partisans So the, the, didn't there hand was,
1: in. at the beginning uh, there was this uh, mythology of to restart the
0: resistance, the resistance war,
1: the resistance war, because uh, it was being betrayed mm-hmm. by the role, the institutional role of communist party in, in the republic. And they were uh, idealistic, uh, in a certain sense, for the first year, they have this politics of uh, propaganda armata. Mm-hmm. Uh, so armed, armed propaganda. propaganda yes. yeah. And they didn't kill anyone, but they...
0: Attacked, yeah, yeah, they, they, would, they would kneecaps crimes. them. Kneecaps in Italian kneecaps. we use the term gambizzato, so yes. shoot them in the knees, basically. Yes,
1: and uh, some kidnap. Mm-hmm. Uh, demonstrative för Some hour they kidnapped the director of the big plant of
0: uh, one of the um, factories in
1: Milan or
0: Torino. But also for kind of financial things. reasons, because for example the cost. For financial reasons, there was uh, the some robbery yeah. and
1: this kind. Of, so they were crimes at all effect, but they didn't start yet. Uh, uh, with with the, murder, with, with killing, murder, yes. Then in, in 1974, uh, the first founder of Red Brigades were uh, captured mm-hmm. by police and uh, a, a new leadership uh, take the lead mm-hmm. in the organization and they were more extremistic mm-hmm. and they were. Uh, um, very oriented to a, a real uh, armed insurrection. They were convinced that Italy was... Uh, on the age of uh, uh, insurrection, of a revolution, mm-hmm. and they, so they have were, just to start,
0: they had to lead this revolution. Yes, and indeed, the the, the killing, in a certain sense, could be seen as a reaction of the Red Brigades to the the trials. Against the founders, in a certain yes, the sense, the founders
1: were captured two years before, mm-hmm. and so yes, you, you can you can read the Morocco kidnapping like this, but it's a, a very more complicated history because all the Morocco kidnapping is full of mystery. How the investigation going, and it was also there is a lot of mystery, also to the organization of the attack itself because it was the very first military operation also for the armed faction of mm-hmm. the Red Brigades that uh, maybe they uh, have some experience in shooting to a single person uh, along the road, uh, unionists, uh, magistrates, and policemen, uh... but. That was, uh, and this is the reason why uh, everything that was alive at that time, (laughs) I remember the the Viafani attack, it was a very military operation. And it was the last one. Because the first and the last. The first and the last, because after that, uh, Red Brigade go on with killings, uh, but always on single person without uh, armed escorts, uh, without with a, a low profile of protection by institution.
0: And one you, you mentioned Lorenzo that the investigation to into the kidnapping and killing of Mara was one of the big mysteries and big issues. Can you tell us something about the investigation into the Moro affair? Yes,
1: maybe we have to try to say some word about the um, political institution at that time. <coughs> the point is that the government of uh, was led by Christian Democratic Party. Mm-hmm that was the same party of uh, Aldo Moro, and...
0: uh, Yeah, he was the the secretary of the party. He he was the president. The president.
1: And uh, and the point is that um, the institution at that time were very committed with uh, a sort of (laughs) extra-political organization and influence like uh, Masonic uh, mm-hmm. Association, Secret Association, named uh, P2, and is a fact... Which
0: stood for Propaganda
1: 2. Propaganda Due. Due, yeah. yes. It was Masonic... Uh, I don't know. Is it yeah, Masonic numbers. Lodge. Lodge, uh, exactly. Uh, yeah. uh, Masonic yeah. Lodge. Uh, this Masonic Lodge uh, was an uh, uh, organization with the aim of uh, trying to consolidate the rules of executive power and in some way try to limit the freedom of association uh, the uh, circulation of information so free press this kind of things it was very an association very um, connected with uh, a lot of reality politics Industry, Industry mm, journalism, armies. Mm. Uh, there the, the was uh, a lot of uh, members of this association in all
0: main... Uh, yes, in all the nodes of the network, in all the, the tangles okay. of the web. There was we can a say.
1: lot of people uh, with uh, high uh, roles in all Italian institutions connected to this secret association. And it's a matter of fact that Francesco Cossiga was the interior minister uh, at that time and uh, uh, as a matter of fact that the 16th of uh, March, uh, Mm. somehow after the the kidnapping, he um, set out a sort of technical commission uh, with the role to support uh, the uh, internal ministry in mm-hmm. his action, and it was all composed by P two members. Ah, okay, <laughs> all, 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 and uh, I, I mean uh, the, the misdirection of um, yeah, the investigation. The, the yeah. investigation uh, started. From exactly. the, starting from Start, the very exactly day, from the 16th of March. So
0: the, yes, the, the, the misleading and the, the mm, yes, okay.
1: a lot of misleading. Uh, sometimes uh, funny if, if it wasn't a tragedy,
0: yeah, tra- tragicomic, if you will. Yes, Typically, I mean, Italian. there was
1: a, the, the psychologist in this commission that uh, after reading the first moral letters that uh, Red Brigade uh, published he, or circulated. Published, uh, exactly. This psychology traced uh, the the, the profile of Moro as a victim of uh, Stockholm Syndrome because Ah. what he wrote, it was too, I mean, too much to to, to, to bear from from, from, uh, the the political uh, of that time.
0: So the investigations uh, started to go astray or started to be misled from the very first moment of uh, the the kidnapping, basically, with a whole series of events that we could talk about for for, for days probably. Another big point which sort of was considered scandalous for some people at the time or let's say a a controversial point of the whole Moro affair was the refusal of the state to negotiate with the Red Brigades for the life of Aldo Moro. Can you tell us something about that Lorenzo?
1: Yes it it was uh, a very difficult question for a moral point of view from honest politics that were in parliament at that time, but the point is that Communist Party was the the, the, the most committed to a non-negotiation
0: approach. So to not negotiate, no the Communist negotiation, Party was for non-negotiation. Yes, they
1: were in some sense obliged to this kind of decision because uh, negotiate with the Red Brigades in a, in a certain way would be. Um, uh, to, legitimize to, 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 to legitimize them. To legitimize them, yes. Yeah. And also a, perhaps a, a, a set, to, a, um... to accept the fact that uh, the institutional and democratic way to socialism uh, and uh, that, that Communist Party choosing in 1945 was the wrong way
0: yeah.
1: to yeah. reach uh, the, the, a sort of social justice for Italy.
0: And also it would have set a, a dangerous precedent uh, to, you know, to, to negotiate in that moment, would have maybe opened exactly, to exactly. further action so, by other terrorist organizations or the BR themselves. So
1: communists were, communists in, uh, in the sense of the uh, Communist Party yeah. of Italy, was blocked by this political consideration. Otherwise, uh, Christian Democrat Party—it's a—it's a more tricky situation. <laughs> I mean, there was uh, obviously also some men of institution with the same uh, uh, motivation of communist party that you can legitimate uh, terrorism, mm-hmm. and it's uh, it's understandable. Okay, at, at the same time, and this is also the reason of this enormous number of misleadings during investigation, there was a part of the Demo- Christian Democrat parties that uh, saw the Moro kidnapping as the occasion to stop a uh, really dangerous uh, political operation that Moro are going to build in that time. Uh, it was the historic compromise, yes, really. the possibility that uh, Christian Democratic Party and the Communist Party ruled together yeah, and, yeah. and uh, recognize um, government role to communists that it was very not appreciated by, <laughs> by also men. by uh, all's, uh, all uh, uh, NATO allies yes. at that time. First of all, the United States and Kissinger before the kidnapping, it it seems that have a very hard conversation with With Moro Moro. (laughs) uh, about this question. Anyway, Moro was uh, convinced that uh, the only way to try uh, a sort of uh, exit from uh, social turmoils and contestation, manifestation uh, and and political violence uh, in, in the 70s was that the most important popular parties cooperate
0: yeah 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 we have to remember that in in uh, in italian history those years in the late 70s were known as the anni di piombo the years of lead so not only left-wing terrorism but also right-wing fascist terrorism it was a time uh, a very violent time in Italy in which we almost lived in in a in a semi police state you know checks and roadblocks were a daily thing that people had to deal with a group of young men standing for too long in an area in a city would have been immediately questioned by the police so they were trying to get out of a period as you said correctly Lorenzo of great political turmoil with what was known as the compromesso storico so the historical compromise and you mentioned before lorenzo that um you briefly mentioned moro's letters and there were many many letters written by moro during his 55 days as a prisoner of the uh, brigate rosse the uh, 55 days between his kidnapping on the 16th of march and then his killing on the 9th of may and so tell us something about some of the mysteries and about those letters, Lorenzo. It's also this, a very
1: complicated history. Uh, uh, I mean, from the first weeks, uh, Red Brigade start to publish uh, uh, a sort of verbal of the popular uh, court. They, they call it the, the Tribunale Popolare, popular court uh, to judge uh, the, the Moro crimes uh, in uh, against uh, working class and so on, and at the same time they they allow Moro to write some letter to party members, they, yeah,
0: to and, and,
1: uh, and uh, party colleagues. Yes, at the end of his captivity, also uh, to the Pope. Mm.
0: And this do, do letter, we know what he wrote to the Pope yes uh-uh. yes, yes, this letters
1: are public. these mm-hmm. letters are public at the same time, we know that in in fact Moro uh, has uh, only way to spend his time in captivity uh, was to write, yeah, so yeah. he write a lot lot of notes and lot of letters and was part uh, of that, uh, we never have uh, direct access. Mm-hmm. Only a few months later, in, 19, in November 1978, man of Generale della Chiesa was the, the, the one who, who led the operation against uh, terrorism. He was, in fact, who...
0: The, the one that he has the merit of, of the defeating, merit of the, defeating the, yes, the one yeah.
1: who defeating the the military part of uh, Red Brigades.
0: He managed to defeat the Red Brigades, but unfortunately he was abandoned and then defeated himself by the mafia.
1: As, exactly, some years later. Mm-hmm. And uh, but anyway, in the, the point is uh, only in November, uh, men of Generale della Chiesa in Milan, in uh, hideout in uh, apartment in Via Gra- Gradoli. Mm-hmm yeah uh, in my uh, they found uh, a bunch of letters <laughs> yeah. and notes and uh, it was uh, also this discovery was quite uh, strange yes, uh, that yes. there's a, that there is a, uh, a a lot of strange information about this hideout terrorist hideout yes. and in the way that uh, these letters came out uh, yes. And there's
0: a suspicion that some were hidden because they had sort of content that would have uh, caused some trouble for high exactly. profile political so we, leaders. We know
1: only that uh, uh, Red Brigade and uh, Italian Secret Service, one that we know about more or later, And this is a fact because at the same time, only 20 years later, always in the same apartment. <laughs> During some uh, restoration works, uh, they, they found uh, another uh, pile of notes and letters uh, of more Affair. Mm. The point is that all these documents were typed. Mm. So, uh, in any case, there were uh, letters and notes that terrorists or oh, someone else uh, rewrite. And even if they could be considered uh, truly original probably was not the the complete series of the Moro note uh, written during his prison.
0: So to understand, Moro would write his letters by hand and they were then typed up by the members of the organization. Yes, at the point.
1: So uh, this is the reason why we know only that they want that we know about it and there was a, a lot of uh, handling yes. <laughs> on Moro, on, on, more, on, more, on not.
0: Things passed through a lot of hands before yes. they reached the public, let's say. Yes.
1: All this misleading, all these mysteries, all, all these um, strange events connected to the, the, the attack and the kidnapping, in a certain way, opinion. My, opinion, my personal opinion is a, is a quite, okay. <laughs> quite, <laughs> quite, quite common opinion, opinion. <laughs> opinion were all linked exactly to the fact that Moro was trying a very dangerous path for the mm-hmm. uh, United States. So the historical NATO, compromise. Yes, the historical compromise sense. was something too big to manage. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, in fact, the founders of uh, Red Brigade, Franceschini, from uh, his prison, in, in, in this case, uh, official prison, prison. yeah. <laughs> yes, he was in institutional prison. Institutional prison. Exactly. Institutional prison. He was in prison from 1974, so he never took part in at at this plot. But in a different occasion, he, he said that he's not very sure for whom
0: they worked Mm, okay so for who the the BR worked yes uh, yes
1: because uh, it's clear that during the attack uh, that was um, a very professional military attack uh, couldn't be made only by 10 terrorists Mm -hmm. that There was the 10 uh, uh, accused Mm -hmm. and uh, imprisoned in the 80s.
0: Who who were not military, ex-military, they were not trained... Part uh... part
1: of uh, terrorists, uh, as I said, were just people who uh, shot some Mm rounds against uh, trees in in, in the mountains as, as as a training, as a military training. That commando was very well armed... Sure, there was some of these brigadiers, these terrorists, but in the years there was a, a lot of information about uh, uh, other people <laughs> that mm-hmm. was before or after the the cars of uh, Moro and his uh, escort, mm-hmm. and they never really made clear uh, who was all these armed people <laughs> in this uh, in this situation. They're talking about uh, two armed people in a Honda, in mm-hmm. a motorcycle. They shoot one of the people that was just... Uh,
0: oh, a yeah, bystander. The, huh? Yeah, yeah, bystander
1: the, the, during the, the attack that was very, very, very rapid, very efficient. Uh, around uh, 100... Rounds. Round rounds shot. shot yeah. uh, mm-hmm. Five policemen, dead, and more without a scratch. scratch. Oh. And this is something to it's, think about. To think a, about.
0: It. It's <laughs> a highly effective yeah. job, a highly effective attack in that sense.
1: From people that, till now, just shoot into... One single person. Yeah, uh, the, the, you usually the, not, not. We, we without ex.
0: Yeah. yeah, and give, the and the, the terrorists uh, testified also that they had very little. I mean, also Italy was not a place at the time where you could go and train to use a machine gun anywhere. I no, mean, if, no, if no, somebody no. found out that you were training with a machine gun somewhere, they would have arrested yes. you very quickly.
1: Uh, yes. So there was also this mythology about training camp uh, in uh, Palestine mm-hmm. or in Libya. Very unlikely. The point is that this was the top of the action of the disorganization by a military point of view, and they never acted like this. Again, they never acted
0: like that after. And so what about the consequences, Lorenzo? You mentioned before that obviously people were arrested, people were tried and convicted for the model killing? What were the consequences for those involved? And maybe um, the consequences not only for those who actually performed the attack, but also those connected, those involved uh, on both sides, also on a political level.
1: OK, a lot um, practical consequences at, at the beginning of the 80s. In, uh, in fact, uh, the protagonists of uh, this period of Red Brigades were all captured. Uh, Mario Moretti was the the leader uh, of the army, (laughs) (laughs) of of, of the Roman Uh, section of Of the, 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 because we're we're talking about. uh, Yes, uh, Valerio Morucci was another uh, quite, complicated figure in this history because it was a terrorist with a strange uh, social extraction and uh, it was one of most exalted for uh, yeah, one of those exaggerated extremist extremist uh... in the toward mm. the, the the use of the weapon in a political uh, struggle uh, anyway 10 terrorists were con- convicted convicted Part of them never dissociated totally from mm-hmm. uh, terroristic organization. In fact, in 1987, both Franceschini and Moretti uh, said that Lot Armata... The, 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 the armed the, struggle. The, the, the armed struggle was ended. Had mm, ended. Had ended. And, uh, had ended. and uh, this was a sort of manifesto, but from, from the prison where they said that the, the the war was finished, but uh, still uh, some terrorists in certain cities, Milan, Naples, uh, continue to make different kind of attack, uh, robbery, and these kind of things, and this is a sort of third phase mm-hmm. of the history of Red Brigade. So the the, the historical reader are. Both the the first and the, the second group mm-hmm. uh, were captured, and then there was this remains of terroristic organization. They still make victims, uh, also in the eighties, yeah. and mm-hmm. also at the end of the nineties, the yeah. first two thousand, mm-hmm. with the, the Marco Tantona, Tantone Marco Biaggi killing. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. So you mentioned before the figure of, of Dalla Chiesa, General Dalla Chiesa. We, we did an episode on him as an anti-mafia martyr. So he obviously was a, an important member of, of the armed forces. What about the role of other members of the armed forces, of the army and, and the police in the Mara Affair?
1: It's, it's very difficult to try to spread the role of the heads of uh, police and army during this crisis from uh, a certain kind of suspect uh, due to the P- P2 history and how, how many of them were involved in this kind of secret association that in idealistic version have to be that the, the Atlantic point of view mm-hmm. against the communism uh, and it, uh, in a more uh, truly way was just uh, another criminal association, <laughs> association dedicated to political institutions and the uh, control of the territory as a mafia. And it was a very dangerous organization and still, as Italy, we still pay some of this action in that period uh, because differently from uh, the communist terrorism, the black terrorism that we mentioned before, has never been
0: cleared. Mm, mm, mm. Uh, so, for example, we could think about the bomb in Bologna. The bombing uh, in Bologna, Piazza
1: Fontana, starting from the 60s, yeah, in yeah. this
0: case. And from, the Piazza, uh, Piazza, de la, um, Piazza
1: Fontana, Piazza della Loggia in Brescia. Mm. And uh, in, in a certain way, some of the terrorists, red terrorists, uh, said that uh, it was a reaction from the uh, fascist terrorism, but it also uh, called terrorismo di Stato, mm-hmm. state, state terrorism. terrorism. Bec- uh, um, exactly because a uh, lot of this bombing and uh, other criminal events uh, were covered by, in a certain way, pieces of secret service and uh, armed force in Italy. Absolutely. And this is, and this is uh, it's not uh, a theory. This yeah. is has been cleared during the trials for uh, Strage di Bologna mm-hmm. and. Uh,
0: yeah, the, the Bologna killing and. Bologna uh, killing and Yeah, so. I mean, also we must remember that in Italy there were actual far right-wing plans at high state levels for a coup for a military yes, to the piano yes. solo uh, the, for the, example which yes, we could do it, another it was, episode about yes
1: it, it's, it's not the fear of a, a coup as in chile mm. people really they really had fear that italy could be fall in a uh, in a situation like... Uh, like in Chile. Chile.
0: Like mm. in Chile. Yeah, because we had the example of 73 with the yes. uh, Pinochet's takeover. That over. was the <laughs> year.
1: <laughs> and uh, at the same time, that uh, as we mentioned, that there the were trials also on uh, black terrorism, but uh, they never reached a real truth about the mandanti.
0: Uh, uh, yeah, about those who... who organized The organisers the, 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 yes. the Because, organizers or because the...
1: they were... Too close to part of the state, and this uh, is uh, a black spot in in uh, history of our democracy. And, and uh, it's still living because if you, uh, as for the as as for the JFK killing, if if you are not able to clarify, also historically, not only by the way of uh, trials and this kind of thing, but if you are not clear uh, the, the responsibility level in uh, in your uh, state organization probably uh, they reached their objective
0: thanks very much to everyone for listening i really hope you found that interview interesting if you would like to know more about the Morrow affair remember you can get in touch hello at a ahistoryofitaly.com at the same URL, a historyofitaly.com. You can click through to our social media and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Or you can go to the support page and become a Patreon supporter and have access to extra content. Once again, thanks very much to everyone for listening, and until next time, arrivederci.
1: Un tempo di ogni illusione, ma il tempo scandito dal sole
2: si lascia senza parole. Il tempo scandito dal sole si lascia senza parole. Il tempo Hey podcast producers and show hosts, do you want to join a podcast network that celebrates all things Italian? At Centitti Media, we understand the allure of Italy and its unique culture. Our devoted team of hosts and producers are all driven by their shared passion for Italy. And we work tirelessly to create the best lifestyle podcasts and content that will whisk you away to the very heart of Italy.